everyone, and uh, welcome to Female Gazing Podcast. First attempt, we'll see how it goes. I'm here today with my good friend, Miss Corey. Um, we are in sunny Tokyo, um, where neither of us are from, and I figured that while I was here, I would talk to her about sex, um, <laughs> because we talk about it all the time, and we might as well talk about it with a microphone in our faces. So here's Corey. She. Hi. What, what, what should I say about you? I should say that you are a friend of Jesus. I do. I'm. I do. Corey. Corey does. Corey I'm does. I'm a personal friend of Jesus. She, yes. She, Corey is a close personal friend of Jesus. Meanwhile, I am currently wearing a Jewish star necklace, like I do every day, and so it has shaped our, I don't know, views of sex differently, our religious upbringings. Such as they were, uh, and continue to be. <laughs> and uh, Corey was a virgin once upon a time. I was, but we all were. We all we? were. We all was, <laughs> as it were. <laughs> we were all virgins um, one time. We all were virgins at some point. And then I had Corey read um, an article from thehairpin.com. The article is called Interview with a Lapsed Christian Virgin, and clearly you can understand why that made me think of you, darling. (laughs) I'm so flattered. (laughs) I'm a lapsed Christian. You're a lapsed Christian virgin. Am I a lapsed Christian? No, you're also a lapsed Christian virgin. (laughs) Like, you you know, you were a Christian virgin. I was a regular virgin. It's not like a grown ass man. You're a grown ass man. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Um, So, what were your thoughts on the article? Um, I agreed a lot with this Clara girl. What's her last name? Oh, I don't says. think they used it. They yeah. don't do that on the internets. A lot of her upbringing, like, I wish I knew what state she was from or which denomination she grew up in. Um, oh, it says Baptist. Mm-hmm. Well, there it is. She was a Baptist. Um, I grew up in the Church of Christ, which they're basically the same. Well, there are a few doctrinal differences. But growing up in the Bible Belt, sex is is not to be enjoyed. Well, I mean, that the more strict doctrines well, say that, like, sex with the lights off or your body is not to be seen or... Oh, I have a friend who is married and he can only have sex with the lights on on his birthday or something. Oh, my God. It's Meanwhile, terrible. in Judaism, your husband is allowed to think that you are sexy as hell as long as nobody else does, ever. Yeah, and, you know, from a very young age, I knew I wanted something... Sexual. <laughs> that sounds so awful. That's, but like that's I, I've heard that a lot from friends of mine. And you know, like my mother was very supportive and she had a she you know, it wasn't her first rodeo as mm-hmm. they say in the old West. But she you know, there wasn't talk about sex or the things I was feeling or you know, you hear these stories about moms giving their daughters dildos for their thirteenth birthday. Mm-hmm. And or like, the sex talk at age eight. That was me. There was just not that. Mm-hmm. So you were left to your own devices. The only thing you were told was that you shouldn't have sex. And that was bad if you did. I lost my virginity at 16. And you said that you cried. I did. I cried. And I, the girl in the article says that she cried too. I had promise rings. And they it were there were three rings that all went together. Um, I got them at a bookstore called the Sunshine Bookstore, but sun was spelled with S-O-N. Oh my God. That's also where you went to get your Bible engraved with your name on the front. Oh, all um, the Jesus in that sentence makes me nauseous. It was a big deal. Um, oh, my God. But there were three rings, and the first one said true, and the second one said love, and the third one said waits. And it was a big deal. It was a big deal. I met a guy in, like, a sophomore year and was like, 
he had lost his virginity to a girl right before he met me, and they had dated for a while, whatever, but I held it off for a while. I think we made it about six months, and he knew I didn't want to have sex, but, like, really? I think one Valentine's Day, he, like, put the tip of his penis inside me through his boxers, like, uh-huh. but that oh, didn't yeah, count. There. <laughs> didn't count. <laughs> <laughs> Every high school girl's been there in college Like, whatever. the moment you date a non-virgin, uh-huh. like, it's... So, I lost my virginity, but it was in a not-so-desirable not event. I think we were swim, night swimming. He was a lifeguard, and we went to the That's pool. And <laughs> it didn't last very long, because we were in water, and also I was remorseful, because penis, <laughs> you were crying penis flesh time. touched my hymen. We, we went back to his house in silence in the middle of the night, and I was sitting on the floor and he was sitting on the bed and I like took off my rings and like dropped them into his hand. It was like when when Bilbo Baggins drops the ring before he leaves during the Fellowship of the Ring. He drops on the floor and it doesn't even bounce. It's just like boom. <laughs> I'll, I'll ask the same question they asked me. How old were you when virginity became a thing in your life? Like a, a, an upsetting thing or a thing that you had to pay attention to to not mess it up? Well, I, I thought I was going to get married in kindergarten, so I always liked boys, but... Wait, you thought you were going to get married, like, after you kissed this kindergarten? Oh, like, boy? yeah, it was like, it was one of those things where, like, oh, Tyler and I were just going to be together. Like, <laughs> we school, Baptist we school, like, playing house in the bathroom. How, how old did you think you would be when you got married? I didn't know. It wasn't, like, a thing. It wasn't... It, that, I, I don't mean in kindergarten, oh, oh, oh. but, like... Um, but if you, so you were, you lost virginity when you were how old? 16. I thought I was going to marry Derek. I was he the boy who you lost it to? Because his, his parents were high school sweethearts and we were, and I thought we were going to be married. And I was always looking after I had sex, I was always looking for something I couldn't find. It opened so many emotional doors. You know how sex does. Sex complicates things. I think your mother always tells you that. <laughs> and your mother always tells you that. <laughs> my mom is like, have fun. Have a You have sex. Yeah. Luckily, I can talk with my mother about it now, and she doesn't hate me, which was always my fear. Right. Wait, but I mean, um, I, I, if, if, I, I didn't want to ring by spring. That's what I mean. Like, I didn't want to go to college to get my Mrs. degree, which is what they say in the South. MRS, yeah. Yeah. Um, but... If you, like, if you thought you were going to marry this boy that you had sex with, were you, I mean, why, was, why weren't you just like, whatever, we'll, we'll have sex, you know, next month after we get married this month? No, because we were still in high school, and I knew that wasn't feasible. And I was already very career-minded and future-minded. And also, I probably would have been a lot more marriage-minded if I hadn't been so insatiable. Mm-hmm. I was looking, I was very unpopular. I was looking for... If a boy thought I was pretty, it meant I was worth something. Uh-huh. And I think that happens to a lot of women, a lot of young girls. And so, like, I fool around with, you know, people and wasn't a good girlfriend. I mean, who is in high school, really? <laughs> I wasn't any kind of girlfriend in high school, so I'm, um, I don't know. You know, it was just a lot. It opened a lot of doors, and I wasn't able to really talk with a mentor about it. You know, this is what I'm feeling. You know, like, so my freshman year of college, I, I had to go to counseling. Like, I'd, I drove an hour from college to, like, a psychiatrist and just cried and talked about how I felt like a terrible person. And all this was because of religion and because of me not knowing why I was having all these desires and no, like... And here is where religion comes back in, because religion teaches us that if there's a hole in your life, it's where Jesus is supposed to be. Uh-huh. But I was looking for it with men uh-huh. instead. And that's always been a big deal for me, even right now. You know, I'm in another country for 
you know, an undisclosed amount of time, and I'm lonely, and I'm wanting a relationship, and, you know, my Christian upbringing is telling me, you know, give that want to God, let Him take care of that for you, and it's so difficult. Mm -hmm. The marriage of a wonderful physical life and a relationship with Jesus as your Lord and Savior is so complicated and difficult, and it never gets any easier. You always think, if I, when I get married, it'll all be better because I won't be sinning anymore. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't change the fact that I will probably still be attracted to other men. Mm-hmm. And, like, i got to stop that feeling of thinking that I need someone to affirm my attractiveness and my self-worth uh-huh. and find that in myself. And so, you know, hopefully this, this single time I'm experiencing is to prepare me for marriage because I want to be married. I want to have children. I want to have... A Burmese mountain dog, and you don't have to have a organ. You bring enough children um, and a mountain dog. Range Rover, the American <laughs> Dream. <laughs> That's like the dream below of Jason Dixon, I guess. I'm like, screw dogs. I want an apartment on Park Avenue. Well, that would be really nice. But... And a fish. You know, that's, that was always, I, gosh, I haven't put that into words. It's like ever. It's Do you want to ring in a dog and a no, baby? No. That. Marriage will solve all of my religious and sexual problems. Well, because I won't be sinning anymore. Well, how, I mean, how would you feel if I told you, and and don't be offended by this, but how would you feel if I told you, like, Jesus is my brother, and he whispered in my ear that sex before marriage is not a sin. You're no longer sinning. He changed the rules on you. Sex before marriage is not a sin. You can have sex all you want, and then when you're ready, you'll get married, and you'll have your dog and your... Chillins. Well, that's how I believe in my gut. Uh-huh. That's so how that's, I live. That's how I live my life. So that's how you reconcile your your Christian hymen and I, your you know in a way I feel like my relationship with Jesus. Reader. You know, a lot of people, myself included, see Jesus as the benevolent Savior who died on the cross. But the God of the Old Testament is just as real. The God who like turned Lot into a pillar of salt, or Lot's wife, into a pillar of salt, because he told her not to turn around and look at Sodom and Gomorrah being destroyed, and she did. Or the God who destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. The God who, you know, was going to make Abraham kill his son Isaac. Like, and you, you want to think, like, God loves me so much, and I, I talk to God, and God knows my heart, so therefore he won't condemn me for this sin that I struggle with. But like, is it that God that's going to greet me on Judgment Day? The God that I don't, the, the God that is going to say, "Yes, Corey, I know your heart. I know you love me despite your sin." Or is it the God that's going to say you okay. deliberately sinned without repentance uh-huh. for? And you you fear that fifteen years. And is that something that runs in your head when you're naked with some dude? No, no. Like when I'm when I'm naked with a guy, I'm not thinking like Jesus. <laughs> well, he is, and he's entertained, and he can hear you through the shower. No, wall no, too. he can't. No, he can't. <laughs> if Jesus is in me, he can hear you through the shower. Stop it! <laughs> Listen, we had we had group porn viewing last night, and <laughs> I, I, I had to show them James time. Dean. What can I say? James Dean, please, 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 God, send us James Dean. <laughs> we love you so much. <laughs> I'll get behind Jesus for grabbing some James Dean, some Jewish boy. Oh my goodness! Ugh. Yes, being a Southern Christian and being a human being don't don't really go together. Uh-huh. You're supposed being to be in the world but not of the world. So basically, like they want you to be Jesus, but that's kind of hard. Jesus was perfect. He was. Mm, we're not perfect. 
but we aren't. We we yeah, we're not. We're not. We're made to to be able to make a choice. Mm-hmm. And I just have to believe that God made me the way I am for a reason. And I really have, you know, gotten this really strong desire. I'm never in the same place for long enough, but I would love to work with female youth groups. And the church would probably kick me out. Maybe not some of the more, like, progressive churches. But just to have a lesson, a, what would you tell a lesson series on what you're feeling and how to handle it. And I don't have all the answers, but I have I think the point been is there, there a lot. I mean, the point is, is that there are no answers. There's just this conundrum that religion puts you in there when you... Well, that's the thing, is that you've got your religious life and you've got your secular life, right? So the secular life says, you know, virginity is kind of ridiculous and useless and isn't... Um, is not the, 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 the deciding factor of your personal self-worth, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas Christianity and, you know, other religions too, Christianity is just a really good example, says if you are not a virgin, you are worthless. You have given away the one valuable thing about you. I, you know, I, now that you bring that up, I don't think it, that the Bible your says purity. that, you're, that, that you're worthless. I you're think, I think that the reason that's in the Bible is because Jesus knew how much sex changes relationships mm-hmm. for the worse a lot of time. Um, and this is a revelation I'm just having. Like, I don't think God said don't have sex before marriage because it's wrong or it's not fun or it's bad. Uh-huh. I think he said it as like a mother. God is, God. Jesus is our mother, our lover, our brother, our sister, our grandfather, you know. And I think that he was looking out for us because, yeah, like, once you intersex into a relationship, it becomes jealousy. It becomes... You know, like this possessiveness, this, and I'm speaking of young love in particular. And your experience in love. Yeah. Oh, personally. You know, like emotional abuse. Um, and I didn't experience physical abuse, but, you know, some people have experienced that. You know, where are you? Who are you with? Are there boys there? Are you talking to them? You're cheating on me, aren't you? Sex, like, I don't know if a lot of other women have had this experience, but even in my adult life, you think, oh, we'll just around he's all right I like him all right and then you have sex and then you're like why is he calling or is he out with another girl I get so emotionally attached and I think it's because I'm very domestic at heart and I want to take care of someone and I want someone to take care of me and but I don't think it's that you're disgusting if you have sex before marriage I think it's that it it was to save us a lot of heartache and grief well I mean I, I think that's a much better way of thinking about it you know I hope that's that was you know the big man upstairs or whatever's uh, uh, goal, but it's certainly, I don't think, what it's being, you know, brought down the mountain as. Yeah, and that's why when young women need, uh, I'm not I'm not role model material, but they need no, but mentors. I think... When I lost my virginity, I didn't have anyone to talk to about it, except for other people who had no idea, like my friends. Had no idea like th- oh, that no you reference. had sex. Well, no, oh, no, 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 like, they, yeah. So, like, and I could have talked to my mother, but I just couldn't bear the thought of her knowing that I had done this horrible, horrible thing. And it wasn't, you know. It wasn't what horrible? Horrible. You mean it was pleasant, it was good? No, it wasn't sinful. Okay. You know, it wasn't hellfire and damnation, brimstone. It was something I could have talked to someone about and gotten some clarity and some insight. But you were too afraid. Yes. And women need, young women need to be told, 
it's okay that you're feeling these things. Like, it's okay if you want to explore your own sexuality. Like, you know, I don't want to undermine anyone's parenthood or authority, but, like, if a girl needed someone to go with her to get birth control Mm -hmm. or to go with her to buy a dildo, like, her first, like, thing, I was using, like, hairbrush handles. (laughs) I, like... I, you know, I had no idea that there were things out there to help me. And, you know, maybe if I had known about masturbation earlier, I wouldn't have lost my virginity. Mm-hmm. Maybe I would have. But, you know, maybe I would have been more satisfied been by more, mutual masturbation. Well, I would have been more, yeah, mutual masturbation. I would have been more comfortable with my own body. You know. Probably seek attention from men less. You know, and that's, that's, that that's grasping at straws. Like, who knows? Like, mm-hmm. what if, what if, what if? I'm, I'm glad I'm the person I am today, and I know I'm that person because of sex mm-hmm. and not just because of sex but your experience yeah with it. um what what would you say to girls if you were the mentor if you know if if the baptist church would let you have at them i think ultimately your close personal relationship with jesus is the most important thing and if that helps you you know it's like you said you said to me earlier does but does reading the, the bible verses make you feel better just talking to Jesus make you feel better and it's not all about that but I think my close personal relationship with Jesus is what keeps me going I think you know Jesus knows me he knew me before I was made and you know I I don't know Jesus at all you know like I read the Bible and I try to know Jesus but and that's our ultimate goal as Christians is to continue to try to know who Jesus is you just got to know that Jesus loves you and that your parents love you and like you got to talk to somebody about it. Find somebody. If it's not your mom, if it's not your Aunt Sue, talk to someone. Because I guarantee you they went through it. Even if they're trying to act like they didn't. Your mom wanted to fuck the captain of the football team when she was in high school. And, like, dealt with it in some way that it, that led to her having sex or not having sex. And you do have to make a choice. And I know girls who are 27 and virgins. And I know girls who lost their virginity at 16 like I did. Or even younger. Which... I just think you need to know you got to be ready mm-hmm. and you got to be safe and you can't beat yourself up because you can't do anything about it. So you have sex, you either stop having sex because it makes you feel terrible and you you hate it or you think that or you make a personal decision, not about religion, you make a personal decision that you don't want to anymore or you decide to continue having sex, you reconcile yourself to that, you're safe, you're smart. And you don't just give yourself to any dude who wants to put his penis in your vagina, which is a little bit of what I did. When you read this article, the first thing you said to me was, she doesn't give an answer. My that was a very stupid thing to say. I don't know. I guess I wanted her to have the answer. Well, there is no answer. I know. And what I, what I said to you when we talked about this this morning was, uh, of course there's no answer. It's a conundrum. It's um, a paradox. You know, you have to, but you also can't. Would you encourage your daughter to wait till she got married? I would encourage my daughter to wait until she was in love. Mm-hmm. But not until she had a ring on her finger. I would say that's her choice. It's like that beautiful meme, Kate Winslet, about her son, who's seven, saying something like, one day I'll have a girlfriend, or maybe a boyfriend. Would that bother you? Uh And she's like, darling, that would be all up to you, and I would love you either way. And that's that's my thing, is I would raise my, I want to raise my child knowing who Jesus is, knowing that Jesus loves her and the plan of salvation. But I would also want her to be her own person. And to know that no matter what, because I loved Derek, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I lost my virginity. I still care about him deeply. We talk often. You know, I did love him. And 
I think 16 is a good age. You know, it's not the ideal age, I think. You're still very young. Mm -hmm. But at that point, I think I think you're capable of, um, you know, thinking about someone a little bit before you think about yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, it's not, it's a, it's a far cry from 30 or, you know, whatever. But so you are pro. My three rings didn't say love. wait till marriage. They said wait till you're in love. You did, though. You waited till you were yeah. in love. So, I won't. so why do you feel guilty? I hadn't thought about it in this context before. So Do you feel less guilty now? I love who I am, and I love my—I don't love everything about my past, but I, like I said, my past brought me to where I am, and I, I like it. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't go back. I, if, you could, if you would tell me I could be a virgin right now, hell no. I hope to encourage my daughter to find out who she is. And like, you know, one-night stand bullshit, like, done, been there, done that. And I, I'm not saying that I will never do it again. But you know, like you gotta be selective. It's your, it's your, it's you that you're that you're giving someone. And th they did instill that in me when I was a kid. But it means more now that I know who me is. You know, uh -huh. and so that's a, a good advocate for waiting because now when you when you know and grow to love yourself instead of thinking, oh, Katie hates me and I'm not popular in high school. So boy, if boys think I'm pretty, that means something. Uh -huh. Like if you know what you're giving to someone. If you know what, how much they should respect what you're giving them, then you're less likely to give it to someone who doesn't care. Yeah. In the article, and they talk about how um, in the church oftentimes sex is sort of finitely described. You have to, you know, not give it away to too many people and not give it away too soon. Um, and and they, they say, Do you, are you afraid you won't have enough, you know, to give to your husband? If you're going to fuck him for the rest of your life, you know... Is it is it going to matter if you've had a little sex with other people first? I dated a guy, and it was really on in the relationship, and I was the second girl he'd ever slept with, and I was changing my clothes in front of him, you know, mm -hmm. stripped down, like you do. put some new underwear on, like whatever, and I was like, does this bother you? And he was like, well, I'd like for there to be a little mystery. It's like, you were just inside me. How much mystery can there be I know, I know. I, it, it really bothered me, because I felt like I had to go in the bathroom to change my clothes after he'd just... Put his penis in Yes. I think that the, I think that the mystique about sex should be what's in your brain, mm -hmm. because sex can only go. Sex is finite when your body's concerned. You only have two boobs, one vagina, an ass, like one mouth. You know, if you value someone's shiny, shiny mind, then there's always more to explore yeah. in them and with them. And Absolutely. you know, like people, people who you, for example, I love you, and that that last night when Jeffrey was here. You said something, and you shocked the hell out of me, you know? Like, I'm constantly learning about you. Um, and and I feel like that's what happens when you love someone, is you, you're constantly surprised by them because they're constantly interesting and fascinating to yeah. you. You know, you can't run out yeah. of that. And if you're having sex with that person that you love, and you have that experience of learning more about them, you know, time and time again, then I think that does shape the kind of sex that you have. You know, like, you're likely to learn about kinks one at a time and learn mm -hmm. about, you know, uh, preferences and you maybe explore different things. Sex and, can only be so finite if you do missionary every time you have sex. <laughs> With the lights off, except for once a year. No cunnilingus or fellatio. Ever. No showers. No, not on top of the washing machine. <laughs> Um, no need, no need to recount your past, sweetheart. No, hey. <laughs> but what I mean is that sex is only finite, you know, when it's sex that, that isn't exploratory of your mind and your passion and your yeah your interests. And you know? going back to Christianity, I think that marriage is the best way because you're constantly with this person that you can grow with and learn about. You know, and I think that's you know 
maybe that's what they meant. You know, saving us from heartache and also pointing out that like long-term relationships, especially marriage, are the perfect place for for infinite exploration. I mean, I, I just think marriage is. I mean, I I know relationships that are much longer. You know, unmarried relationships. Yeah, everybody I, does that are. You know, like I've got friends who are together for six years and who probably aren't going to get married for another six. Meanwhile, you know, Kim Kardashian. Well, what? <laughs> sorry, I didn't mean to bring up the painful subject of people who shit on marriage. Um, no, 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 no. I just Kim Kardashian. Like, go away. Um, you know, I'm just I trying just to loop it back around with the whole Christianity yeah, no, topic. And I, I think I, I mean I agree with that. Is that you know I I would encourage my my mother encouraged me to you know have sex with someone I love you know at least my first time. Um, I mean, she was very clear about how much fun sex can be without someone you love as well. Oh, my goodness. But that it's, that it's more fun with someone you love, you know. Mm-hmm. My, my mom is a, a very interesting character. Um, but, I, I mean, that does make sense. You know, if you're in love with someone's shiny, shiny mind, <laughs> then, um, you know, you know, you're in a long-term relationship with them and you can explore all these things. And sex is the opposite of finite because it's, you know, ever-growing and ever-changing ever changing by what you learn about them on a daily basis. Yeah. Yes. I just, I, I think that that lesson is what, you know, young people should be learning in the church and not, you know, true love waits, but I don't want to talk to you about it. I just want you to wait. True love you know. waits, but also breeds low self-esteem and the need for uh, validation and secrecy and the piling up of negative feelings about oneself. Do you think that... Um, waiting would have been easier if you had more people talking to you about what waiting really meant? Well, it's like saying, what's it like to have a twin? Like, I have no idea. <laughs> well, okay, um, then... Yes, I think it would have been a lot... I think I would... I don't know if I'd be a different person. I think it would have been a lot different. I think I would have maybe cheated less, looked less. Because my mother was always very supportive and very encouraging and, you know, tried to instill in me good self-esteem... And I think it's just hereditary sometimes. Yeah. Or like depression. Mm -hmm. You know, like low self-esteem. I have no reason to have low self-esteem, and I do. Why? I don't think it's hereditary. My mother has the highest self-esteem I've ever seen. What does that have to do with, do you have low self-esteem? I mean, sometimes I think everybody has low self-esteem sometimes. I think self-esteem is way more... Well, I just associate um, the fact that I needed men to think I was pretty with low self-esteem. I don't think that's hereditary, though. I think that's... Well, it's just that my mother struggles a lot with... Self-image. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I guess what, what I mean by that is that it's about the environment much more than... Like, I, yeah. think, I think it's... Uh, sure, it could, you know, very well be your mother's, you know, fault or whatever. Um, but I don't think it's because she was born with that. I think it's, you know, because she looked at herself in the mirror sideways and, you know, yeah. and, and, that, and in doing so taught you to look at yourself in the mirror that way. No, and just she, like what you see. See, and I'm not trying to, like... My mother was a wonderful mother. She was. But, like, she... she that, that was the point. Like, she always... They were honest with me. Like, Corey... Like, it, it wasn't, like, a bad American Idol audition. Mm-hmm. They're like, you're the best singer in the world. And I wasn't. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not. But, you know, they would tell me. Like, I'd be singing harmony in the car. And my dad would be like, mm, that's <laughs> <laughs> You know, like, they're uh-huh. very honest. and But also very, like... You know, uplifting and still made the self confidence. It still didn't work. Mm-hmm. You know, so maybe if someone had been there to talk with me about the things I was feeling, it would have been a lot different. And maybe I kept having sex with as many people 
as I could because I felt so guilty and I felt like doing it more would make it go away or make the guilt go away. I thought that now that I've lost my virginity and I'm not a virgin anymore, I might as well just do it as much as I can, which which therefore, it was like a, a vicious cycle. I have sex, I feel terrible. A boy makes me feel pretty, I have sex, I feel terrible. A boy makes me feel pretty. To be desired, to be sought after. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the alluring things about religion is that God seeks you. And the Song of Solomon people who like Jesus in this. is all about Jesus being your lover. Well, it's not all about that, but like yeah, it's about climbing the palm tree and grasping the fruit. Oh no, I know it's about sex. The I teeth thought it was like about sheeps. an actual person having sex with you and not a Jesus person. Well, it's, a, it's like, I think it's about the bridegroom, which is Jesus. No. Please don't write letters if you're a pastor. <laughs> I'm not a theologian. I just, I'm just telling people just what Jesus I think. Lover. I just love Jesus. And he loves me. Uh-huh. And, and, I mean, I think that that's... What I said earlier when we were walking around was that I, I think, you know, you're... You know, when you read the Bible and it makes you feel good about yourself, I think that's fantastic. I think that's the purpose of religion. It's just that when people use it to say that you're not a good enough Christian or religion, just like porn and the internet and everything else that, you know, human beings have ever made, is just a thing that can be used for good or for evil. Mm -hmm. And I feel like in your life it has been used both for good and for evil. Mm -hmm. It it made you, you know, a calmer, happier person when you were upset, you know, when you could read your verses and feel better. And then it also, you know, was for bad when it told you that you were a dirty whore, you know? Like, <laughs> not to put my own spit on things, but... I just, I, I, mean, I think a lot could be changed by giving young women someone to talk to. Mm-hmm. And tell them uh, that having sex isn't going to make them a bad person. Or, just about anything. Mm-hmm. You know, sex is just, actually, it's just the tip of the iceberg. Sex is like the, the, the embodiment of all of a young woman's insecurities mm-hmm. balled into one. And... My heart breaks for these young women who don't know what they're doing. And you hear about younger and younger age girls getting pregnant or, I don't know, I just... Young girls need somebody real and not someone who's married to a deacon and waited until they were married but probably is lying and didn't really. Mm -hmm. The thing is, I don't even think I would have been able to put that into words at that age. Uh I was taught not to have sex. I want to and I can't reconcile that. Uh-huh. And I mean, I know that vocabulary wouldn't have existed, but I don't even know if I would have been brave enough to say that those things out loud. Mm-hmm. And it's somebody that can help girls realize what's going on for them. Because you feel all this stuff, and you're like, what is all this? And I have this feeling, and I, but I think it, the feeling is wrong. You don't think, I want to have sex. You think, sex is wrong. You don't think, I want to have sex. Like, that's so weird. It's just this longing for something that is undefined in you. And... And you want to find that thing, and so you, in your search, search, you find a penis. And you're like, oh, well. I wish I could have made a bigger deal about the first time. Or, like, at least I've been in a bed. (laughs) Not a pond. Known that it wasn't a big deal. Like, on that Valentine's Day, when Mm -hmm. he put his penis through. the front door of the the Empire State Building. That would have been so much better than waiting another four months and losing my virginity in a swimming pool. We, We loved each other at that point. I know we did, and we should have just done it. And I had never thought about that until now. But, like, because I wanted to wait, it became something that I've always regretted. Mm-hmm. If we would have just gone with a natural progression, mm-hmm. I think I would have been a lot happier. Because at that time, right. like, we were both, like, really, like, 
accelerated and we both wanted it and we just didn't. Uh-huh. And then we, we came to a time where we were just making out and whoop, it went in. You know, like, it, it could have been something so much more beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what, I, that's deep down what I've always regretted is that it wasn't more meaningful. That it wasn't more sort of I wanted to have sex with Derek, but we did it at a time when neither of us was really expecting to do it. And it wasn't like I wanted to, like, write it down in my journal. Like, <laughs> on this day, we're going to oh, do I'd it. I'd love to read that. I wish we would have, you know, uh-huh. done it when we wanted to instead of me and him trying to respect me and us waiting for, and it happening in a really awkward time to me crying about my promise rings. <laughs> Uh-huh. Then well, it being like a mutual, like looking into each other's eyes and saying like, this is going to be it. Yeah. What do you think? I mean, okay, so let's go back in time and imagine that this is that Valentine's Day uh-huh. and you know, he's wearing his boxers and his, you know, the head of his penis like touched, you know, your, your vagina and, and you were like in your head freaking out a little bit because I know that's, you know, how I felt and I'm sure that's how you felt. In, in my head, I wanted to have quite an sex. Uh-huh. What do you think would have changed the situation? Like, do you... What do you wish you would have said or done? Do you wish that I wish you... that before this moment, my mother had said, wait till you're in love. Mm-hmm. And I'll still love you if you make this decision. And I would have said, I do love Derek. I can do this. I want to do this. And I would have done it and not felt guilty, maybe. Uh-huh. Or felt less guilty. Yeah. Or had different feelings. Yeah, I wish I would have just said, you know what? We both want this. We've done everything else. Mm-hmm. Let's show our love for each other in this way. Um, and, oh, the, the difference between oral sex and real sex, real sex, I just quote, air quotes. <laughs> she knows how I feel about saying real sex. Go on. There's a difference. Mm-hmm. If I sucked his penis and he went down on me, like, we should have already been doing the nasty. But in, in, a, in Southern Christian society, it's okay to suck a penis as long as it doesn't go inside your vagina. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not, well, I mean, it's not, it's not okay, okay, but, like, <laughs> it's more secretive, and, like, it doesn't count. <laughs> it's like that Family Guy episode where they fuck in the ear. That's, it doesn't count. It's how they express their love for one another. But. It's like all those kids who, um, in, you know, small-town America, who are getting STIs because they have anal sex, because they, uh, you know, you're not, you're, you're still a virgin if you mm-hmm. have anal sex with your boyfriend. Yeah. You, you might enjoy it way less. And, but, you know, you'll still be giving him what he wanted, and Jesus still likes you. Yeah. I, and you oh, can wow. get I'm going to be brooding about this for a while. <laughs> <laughs> that whole, like, Valentine's Day, like, should have lost it. I probably did. Probably counted. But well, it, it wasn't... It was like going, it wasn't it was like going to the first floor of the Empire State Building and not going to the top. And what, how do you think that... I mean, once again, you'll never know, but, like, so your mother would have had to say, basically... No. In, in order, someone, in order some, someone would have had to make you feel oh, that, that you weren't a bad person. I needed like, someone in my life to say, I know exactly what you're feeling, and it's totally natural. Just please wait until you're ready. Mm-hmm. And when you love someone and you want to give that to someone, It'll do it. Right. But you should know it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. It's a big deal. I, I took someone's virginity over New Year's Eve once, mm-hmm. and we met at a bookstore, and he gave me his business card, and planned to go on a date on New Year's Eve day. And he took me out to dinner or lunch and all this. And we went back to his apartment and he had told me through the course of lunch that he was a virgin. I don't know why that came up. I was, he was naked and on top of me and, you know, things were progressing. And I was like, this is a big deal. Mm-hmm. Are you sure? And he was like, yes, I want this. Mm-hmm. It's time. And about three seconds after he was inside me, he stops moving and looks at me and he says, this is a big deal. Things progress and it ended and 
it's a big deal, but it doesn't mean you have to wait till marriage. Mm -hmm. It's a big deal, and you should know what you're giving to someone. It makes all the, it would make. I think it would have made all the difference for me if I hadn't regretted my first time. Mm -hmm. If I'd done it, knowing that because I loved Derek, it was okay. Well, I hope you all enjoyed that. Um, and I hope you've stuck with us for this long. Yeah. It's our first attempt, so... I hope I hope it recorded also. It did. Um, Corey knows how to use GarageBand, and I don't. So I'm just trusting her blindly. Um, but hopefully I will be bringing you different people to talk about different things. So uh, please check out the Female Gazing Yeah, femalegazing.wordpress.com. Um, where you can find more of my ramblings, a fewer of Corey's, although I'm sure I'll mention her again. Um, check her out. She can teach you a lot of things. Okay, I don't know how you stop it.